why is there a plastic container of water in our fridge? And I tutted and I said, um, excuse me, that's bartender's homemade sugar syrup. Put that back in, you peasant. It does look like water, though. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Podcast. It is September. It is springtime, the second of the ninth, twenty twenty one. We're back with Weekly Brew Ten. Uh, it's nice to have left winter behind and have uh, all the flowers blooming. Of course, first day of first day of September, every flower just blooms straight away because that's how spring works. Um, it's it's great to be back. Uh, obviously, things have changed slightly since we were last on. I am happy to report that I'm recording from uh, my parents' house, my my Fano extended bubble, the joys and freedoms of a level three life. My compatriot <laughs> across the screen, unfortunately, knows nothing of this life. Uh, no. t- tell us just really quick. Level four, how are you feeling before we get into Brulette? Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Look, I, like, as you know, I'm doing the, uh, the hard mahi for the for the country. You know, it's a, it is what it is. It's I'm happy the rest of New Zealand is in level three now. Uh, what Northland tomorrow? Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 doing it. I'm doing it, and uh, I've got a bit to go. To be honest, I um <laughs> realise that I still have a, a bit to go. Excellent. We'll check back in with our uh, Auckland reporter, Matt Stein, later on. But before that, as is customary, the weekly brew, a brew needs to be had. It is week 19 of Brewlet, a prime number. I don't know if that means anything for our chances Mm. of having purchased the same beer, but it's week 19 of Brewlet. If you don't know, catch up. Uh, Will this be the week that Matt and I managed to buy the same beer as each other from two completely different supermarkets in two different cities. The odds are against us, but you never know. Today might be the day. Uh, get that beer out. I see you sort of fiddling in a corner trying not to... Oh, he's just checking what kind of beer it is. Yeah, tr- yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that does not bode well based on, on the... What you uh, saw? No, no, it's just the clearness of the type of beer written on uh, my can means I doubt we have the same one, but that's okay, we'll get uh, okay, into it, okay, no spoilers. Okay, 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 okay. On the count of three, what kind of beer will you be drinking on the show today? Three, two, one, sour. Hazy IPA. Yeah, we've done the... F- you've gone back, you've <sighs> gone back. A classic. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you I'm drinking? You, what are you doing? I am drinking... The Balin's Brewery Slackline Sour Mango and Guava. A beer I see a lot of. Like, it's in a lot of supermarkets. Yeah. Uh, often there's the, the Balin's Mango Sour beside the... Which is uh, an orange can. Uh, beside, there's a purple can of the other Balin's Sour. Uh, and I've been I've been letting it sit for a while. But finally this week, I'm going to dive into yet another sour. James's spin-off brulette show. Which sour is, is the best? And in Matt's spin-off show, which hazy is the yep. best? What are you Hazies, drinking? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, look, my can is also orange today as well. So we've managed to uh, we've get the same color today. Um, but yeah, no, I am drinking uh, Behemoth. Um, I haven't had we haven't had a lot of Behemoths on the show. No. Um, yep, yeah, Behemoth, Behemoth Brewing Company. Uh, it's called Loose Skin. Um, it's a Mandarin Session Hazy IPA. Ooh. Looks like is it a four forty? Yeah. Uh it's a four forty. Uh it's only one point seven standards, four point nine percent. I say only, but you know, obviously still up there. Um but yeah, I'm really interested in this. It's uh it hints at a lot of Mandarin notes. It it says, says that it uses um Mandarin peels. Um so yeah, I'm quite excited to see what this one tastes like. Nice. Well let's crack them open, eh? Hey, cut it and Light to moderate spray on my end of things. Cheers nice. to you. Cheers. Oh, that is sour. It's in the name, folks. Um, ooh, not only have I sprayed uh, mm. froth everywhere, I've also dribbled some on my recording desk, so it's going very oh, no. well. Oh, no. It's the beginning. Uh, first impressions for you? <laughs> oh, 
they have done a really good job at getting those mandarin like notes into this beer um yeah look uh, uh, you know it says uh you know different kinds of hops uh would uh they they ch- chose some hops that would suit some mandarin flavors so they've taken it from the peel of fresh season mandarins um and it's really zesty and it the mandarin notes come across straight away um so yeah first impressions uh very sweet but in a in a nice way interesting well mine's obviously sour uh I, i've had to work really hard to not have a second sip while you were talking <laughs> it's not that i wasn't interested in listening to you it's yeah. just that i was more interested in having more of this uh of really good i think it's going to be up there in the sour standings uh nice first impressions i'm not sure if i got massive mango or guava i don't know could probably tell you what guava tastes like yeah um, yeah but it's it's a nice sour in terms of balance of of sweetness and fruitiness so i think this will be up there come the come nice but it sounds like maybe yours is more specifically mango than mine is mango and guava if indeed guava is sorry mandarin more than mine is mango and guava um yeah good start uh, yeah it's gonna go down a treat that's for sure i'm gonna keep sipping on this nice as i uh (sighs) gently wipe off patches of sour on my recording disc why don't you tell me how you are? The extended cut will cross back live in the field. Well, live for me, slightly delayed, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, what news from Auckland, level four, north of the, the boundary? I like to imagine a sort of... Have you ever see that TV show, The Dome? I, I haven't of, watched it, but yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if The Dome was before or after The Simpsons movie, but probably before, and then The Simpsons movie ripped it off as a sort of classic Simpsons. Um, I like to imagine a sort of shimmering, invisible wall stopping all yeah, yeah, yeah. from escaping south. How you been, man? How has watching the rest of the country or most of the rest of the country move to level three been on your spirits? How have you been in the last week generally? Uh, what's going on from inside your bubble? Yeah, kia ora, James. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to Auckland. Uh, look, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um it's it is weird like you know this morning i went down to the supermarket uh to go get a few essential items and and obviously beer uh for this podcast is an essential item um and yeah it's just so quiet it's so quiet and walking into because i went to the new world metro which is more you know a little bit more and it's on queen street so a little bit more those ways and yeah it's quiet eh? um it's really eerie um and I mean, I've, I've felt this before through, you know, obviously the other lockdown and uh, level four at least and level three, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, I'm, I'm doing great. Like, I'm doing good. Me and Morgan are really good. We haven't killed each other yet, which is nice. Um, to be honest, it's actually probably, you know, it's a massive bonding experience for us, um, which is, you know, in a new fresh relationship, we, uh, we just celebrated our one month anniversary because, you know, in lockdown, you've got to celebrate the small things, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, for only being in a relationship for a month and being in lockdown for two weeks of that and going to be in lockdown for another two weeks as well, um, it's going good. So it is actually nice to kind of have a, a, a lot of quality time, uh, which is, you know, I guess, I guess it's uh, similar to what you would in a new relationship, I guess, but to be kind of shoved in the same place, well, we chose to be in the same place. Uh, it's going really well for us. Um, uh, Angel is still the queen of the household, obviously. She is uh, very demanding, but at the same time, very cute. She's been giving us some very cute, fulfilling, heartwarming moments she has, which has been very nice. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, to go back to my little walk this morning, obviously still being in level four and cases and stuff, you, you know, here popping up. Today we had uh, 49 cases in the community in Auckland um which is a total of 725 cases overall in this in this lockdown um and yeah i i went to the dairy i got myself a pie and a v which i haven't done in over two weeks so that was a kind of nice little refresher of (laughs) what that felt like um and I, i gotta say when i was walking to the supermarket um, I was having a vape, so my mask was down. So I'm not in the supermarket, obviously. Uh, and so I was approaching the supermarket doors. And as I was approaching this old fella, his mask was off his face, like under his chin. 
and in the doorway he decided to sneeze and you know it's that instinctive feeling that gut gut guttural feeling in myself i was like i gotta hold my breath now so even though i had a mask on and i was walking in through the door this guy had just sneezed i like held my breath just in case not that it makes any of a difference but it's that it's that whole kind of like i don't know yeah you know he's old but some people just still don't quite get it or you know that kind of consideration uh, not that he would have been thinking about that at all i mean he's old maybe he was just, he might be a malicious he, elderly true, gentleman true true well i mean he was walking out of the supermarket with his mask off his face so it's little things like that that obviously you know a lot of people are noticing and we you know i think we're hyper aware of obviously some people aren't and they don't really care but look i mean to you know the full rundown i'm doing really good in my own bubble in my own space but still very hyper aware of of what's going on outside of my doors um and yeah just trying to look after myself and, and do my part as best as i can but I'm good. I'm really good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Sounding yeah. chirpy, I've got to say. As always. Um, you know, <laughs> you're great at keeping spirits high, so that's that's good. And, you know, I've got to say, like, level three really doesn't make that much difference. I, I no. think if we were to break down New Zealand's alert levels, one and two are pretty close, and three and four are pretty close. The two to three yeah. jump is the biggest one. The only difference that I've had since we moved to a level three was... I've gone from delivering my parents' uh, groceries to delivering my parents' groceries and being inside the house. Like, mm, that's mm. really the only difference. I mean, I'm sure at some stage I might get some food delivered or might go and pick something up. But I, I think, honestly, the drip to level three is kind of overrated. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's easy to say when you're when you're in it. and Of course. And you can't fulfill the, the cravings of a fast food takeaway or, or something like that. Or or perhaps, maybe in your case, linking bubbles with your mum. I don't know if that's something yep. you would consider. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the whole welcome to level three thing is a little bit, a little bit overhyped. Um, but let me report to you from level three. What can I report? Uh, yeah. Since <laughs> we last spoke, I have had my first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Whoop, whoop. Statistic, now statistic. I mean, I guess we were always in the statistic of of not being vaccinated. But yeah, someone messaged through to a group chat that I'm in on, must have been Friday. And this person said, I like, I have a code for the book, my vaccine that lets you like book a time, even if you're under 30. And at the start, mm. I was a bit sort of like, mm, this seems a bit dodgy. Like, you know, if you're not one of the people that they're saying to go and get the vaccine, you probably shouldn't. But I kind of quickly came around on that when I realized that you go on the website and you tick, no, I'm not over 30. No, I don't have any of these things. And I guess it's just because there are places that have an excess uh, yeah. of yeah. vaccines that actually they just want to get through. So, yeah, exactly. book, Fran and I booked our vaccination for the drive through center in uh sky stadium and it was pretty seamless to be honest it was probably half an hour between getting there and getting the the proverbial jab um so there's a few different stations that we had to go through you know checking on health and did you book online and uh and then because i've had a reaction to something medically in the past we had to wait for half an hour rather than 15 minutes so that was slightly longer but yeah pretty pretty breezy man uh i did have a bit of a sore arm i'd say for the 24 hours afterwards friend as well seems like pretty much everyone has that but since then been been feeling fine go get your vaccine i believe it's open to well not everyone but but 12, 12 plus 12 plus uh yep. yeah get on out there help help nice. uh let us chase australia in the vaccine statistics uh, <laughs> yeah. but i can report I, other than that sore arm i uh i've felt fine from my first good. dose of pfizer yeah it's funny a lot of people say that hey eh? that arm feels a little bit like lead gets a bit heavy um I, I can also report that obviously 12 plus opened up so i was able to go and book my vaccine and i've also booked my vac- uh, vaccine as well uh it's not for a little wee while unfortunately because because such a bracket of age has you know opened up a lot of people have yeah. booked in um so i'm actually not getting my jab until october 
Um, at least that's when it's booked in. But I know they're kind of rolling through them quite you know quickly. So if there is a change in time and date, then they'll obviously let me know. Um, but it is booked. I am in the system, ready to go. So yeah, just waiting on me now. So nice. And it all just depends on... I mean, part of the reason, presumably, why we could get in was because we have a car to go and do the drive-in thing, which mm. is a situation that, for example, you wouldn't be able to do. But it may well be that you know if Auckland drops to three before October and... I don't know, hypothetically, if you join Bubbles with your, your mum and then you have access to a car, you know, you are, my instinct would be that you'll probably end up getting mm. uh, your first dose before uh, before that point. It was interesting, though, sitting in the car, one of the things that Fran and I did to sort of pass that half an hour, I know it sounds strange to have to find things to do to pass half an hour <laughs> with the person you're in a relationship with, but I was trying to guess, Fran's travelled to quite a lot of countries, so I was trying to guess those countries and... It made me realize what the vaccine, you know, does for one's ability to, to travel in the future. And it was quite exciting, to be honest, thinking about 2022 maybe being a year of going to uh, a different country. So, you know, mm. that mm. was something nice to, to think about. Um, yeah, but other than that, man, since last week, not that much to report. Uh, probably the most exciting thing that I've done was uh, yesterday uh, I had gone into work uh, at the barbershop because of course the nature of uh, business that has perishable items I hate calling it a cafe it's not a cafe but I'll use that word in this this situation is uh, yeah. obviously things going off and what I didn't realize was that in level four you're allowed to go to a workplace to like maintain the mm. workplace and keep its I guess value up which I I you know is obviously that's not the right, the right wording, but essentially allows someone like me to go to a workplace and go, oh, there's milk in the fridge that's going off. We should pull that yeah. out so the fridge doesn't get moldy, that sort of situation. Uh, and the main commodity we had at work was, of course, coffee beans, um, which were going to waste. And with coffee, there's kind of, you know, you ro- coffee beans get roasted and then they're not best the next day. You know, it's not a immediately depreciating value of said coffee beans, some people say you shouldn't drink them in the first week. You kind of want to let them sit for a bit. But they do start falling off around the kind of three-week, four-week period. Uh, mm. And these beans were kind of getting to that point. And I was like, you know what? We're not opening in level three. These beans are going to go off. I kind of have about three kg, you know, more like five kgs here. I would rather people actually drink these. So I went on Instagram. I'm sure you would have seen, maybe other listeners yep, would have yep. seen, tried to see if anyone was interested in getting some uh shout out to my friend hamish uh, stewart who works at lafare he helped uh i dropped off some beans for him to grind so there were a few different options and yeah last last night went off on a little uh contactless delivery system <laughs> and managed to deliver about oh, i think like three kgs of coffee to nice. like 10 different people it was so That's weird cool. man driving all over <laughs> wellington uh Kingston all the way out to Javel and Gandala and into town and I really felt like a delivery driver and it was such yeah, a weird yeah, feeling yeah. like checking my watch in the van obviously it wasn't actually in a van but changing <laughs> yeah, yeah. music I definitely felt myself like driving 10% faster than I normally will I'm normally a very defensive <laughs> driver and in this case I found myself kind of you know you know got lost a few times and got frustrated at myself. It was really weird experience (laughs) to be honest. Um, There was even one point where I was uh, sort of running after having parked the car, kind of running with my delivery to someone's uh, house because they had told me that they had a a zoom call to be on. So I was literally running to do this. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was good. It was good fun though. There was definitely a, a sort of, imposter syndrome thing of being like you're not actually a delivery driver is this okay but i mean of, of course it is working for a business trying to make a bit of money back people very yep, kind yep, with yep. donations uh but yeah that was my little adventure last night and and probably the the most interesting thing that has has happened since since we last spoke i do have to say though because i know if i don't mention it now i will completely forget uh completely unrelated to anything before we started recording matt and i were talking about our laptops and hard drives and trying to Mm -hmm. make a bit more space for um i guess the the podcast and these files can sometimes be quite big and i stopped myself and i said i have a story to tell and that story is that i had a weird dream the other night where there was like a natural disaster and there was a flood 
and I remember because Matt was saying to me he doesn't have a hard drive and I do and I was saying that all these files are on both the hard drive and my laptop and I struggle to delete any of them because I'm just so paranoid but in this dream there was a flood that was happening and I don't know if it was my mum or someone else but she was telling me off in the flood trying to like swim back to my swim laptop and she was like why do you need your laptop and I remember saying very vividly in this dream the internal hard drive like save the files which is why when we were talking about it before I was cracking up because I'm someone like that when I'm on a plane I think about the stuff in my bag and I think about the like if they say don't take anything with you, I'll admit I'm guilty of being someone that would yeah, consider yeah, taking yeah, yeah. house fire. I'm like, what could you, what could yep. you grab? Um, yep. So that's my fun little hard drive dream story. I also had a dream <laughs> the last week that you were in, and I won't go into any more detail. It wasn't Ooh. anything, you know, oh. not PG. Uh, yeah, but it was okay, an inter- okay. it was an interesting dream that you were in that I might tell you off the air because it's quite a, a lengthy <laughs> story, but quite lifelike. Uh, I was there, you were there. There were some other people that we know involved. Uh, but yeah, I won't put it. I won't put it on the po- the, po- the okay, podcast. Okay, okay. But I'll tell you. Keep that everyone. Later on. Keep everyone yeah, suspended. Keep everyone yeah, in, yeah. in suspense. Uh, but yeah, that's what's been going on with with me. I don't know if you have any questions, but that's my end. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, no, it's good. I, I did. I did. Um, I did see your Instagram stories about the delivering for thing. I think that's cool, man. I think it's cool. Like you said, it's just you. Uh, you got business to do and stuff, and you have the opportunity to do it. I think that's really nice. You know, that's giving back, but also giving back for your, uh, for your work and company as well. You know, yeah, um, just a perishable yeah. that was that was going to yeah. be going off. I was like, first thing exactly. is this is essentially the equivalent of wasted food if I do nothing with yep. it. And then I was like, other people will appreciate this. They're good quality beans. They're you know worth quite not quite a lot of money, but you know coffee beans aren't necessarily cheap uh Mm -hmm. and i thought you know what people will probably contribute some money back in so yeah it was nice nice to be able to do that and to connect with just a whole range of people some i'm really close with some people i'm not that close with um Mm. yeah and to do some contact delivery there was there was actually one person's delivery where i literally threw a person a bag of beans onto a balcony um which i thought was quite fun (laughs) Um, but speaking of perishables, uh, yes. I have a question for you this week, my friend. Okay. As I said to Matt before the show, uh, this question will require uh, him and you uh, leaving your microphone. So I'll do a little okay. bit of filler while I do that. We mentioned it either last week or the week before as being something we might come back to. And my question to you is, what's in your fridge? Now, I think the best way to do this is if you go to your fridge and you take a photo and you can come back with your photo and we can analyze. But I'm just interested to see the most expensive item in your fridge. Yeah. The the saddest thing that probably needs to be thrown out. uh, Uh Is there a high portion of jarred items, vegetables, perhaps? We spoke about your fridge being too small and needing more space. Yes. in your own time, pop off to your fridge and I will okay. regale the audience with some sweet nothings while you're gone. Okay, lovely. Hey, look, I, 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 me going to the fridge might excite Angel in some way, so you may hear Angel come and say a few words, but who knows, maybe not. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, collateral damage. Uh, while Matt is gone, and he is racing, uh, part of the reason why I wanted to ask Matt this week uh, was because, I don't know about you, uh, valued audience member, but... I've found going to the supermarket the last few, few weeks, I have been spending more money than I normally would. Now, I don't think I've been hoarding or panic buying at all. I've certainly been spending more money because normally I would buy my fruit and veggies from the Sunday market and fruit and veg at supermarket are hideously overpriced. Um, but also I think that element of treating yourself a little bit has led to a little bit more uh, expenditure. So... I've got to say, having done a shop uh, only a few days ago, the fridge on mind of things is looking pretty chocker. And I'm sure there are a few guilty things that don't need to be in there. Um, Matt, I was just saying that part of my reason for asking this question is the last three shops I've done at supermarkets have been the most expensive supermarket trips I've ever done. Yeah. And they haven't been uh, hoarding or panic buying. It's just been... A combination of spending more on things I wouldn't buy at a supermarket, like fruit mm-hmm. and veg, and also buying a few more treats than I would normally buy. But yep. the the fridge is pretty stocked at the moment, 
and I feel yo, a little yo. bit guilty about it. So I just thought it would be interesting <laughs> to compare what's in your fridge. Uh, you don't necessarily need to tell me tell me everything, but you know, how do you order your fridge? Do you have a meat shelf? Do you have a, a shelf for kind of leftovers, ongoing things? Is there something you can see in the picture that definitely needs to be to be chucked out? Just a, a, a smorgasbord cross section of uh, Matt Stein's mini fridge. I'm excited yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. what there is to tell. Okay, lovely. Well, look, we'll start on the door. So uh, on my door, I've got three shelves, you know, it's usually for your condiments and things like that. So uh, at the moment, you know, you've got your coconut milk, uh, you know, your Waddy's tomato sauce, there's a barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, sweet chili down there. There's a dressing in there as well. Uh, there's also, a, I must say, very guilty, but there's a, a grated Parmesan cheese in there as well. So I would say that would probably be like a, it doesn't need, like I don't need pre-grated Parmesan cheese, but I do. Um, I must say though, when I was at Supermarket last time, comparing the block of Parmesan to the grated Parmesan, there was barely any difference. So I just decided yeah. to get the grated Parmesan. Um, there's also some uh, feta. Um, I think there's some halloumi in a container, which I should probably throw out. I think that's quite old. So that's probably something that needs to be gone. gone. Other things like lemon juice, uh, Dijon mustard, uh, crushed. Oh, uh, applaud you uh, there. Dijon, crucial fridge item. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, crushed ginger. Um, and then you've got your marge, your butter. Uh, a few HelloFresh little item packs in there as well. So that's the door. So um, I do try and get as much in there as I can. Um, and then there's only two shelves in my fridge. Uh, and then obviously a, a drawer, uh, a small little drawer. In that small little drawer is literally half um, a loaf of Vogels uh, and a pear. Um, that pear has been in there for a while. Uh, so I should probably get rid of the pear. And the Vogels are just, they're chilling. They're being used. What's your Vogels? Is it a is it toast cut? Extra thin sandwich? Yeah, very thin. Yeah, I like the very thin because it's not a lot of bread, but it still uh, does the job if I feel like having bread in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I do like the very thin. Um, and then usually my bottom shelf, uh, whenever I get HelloFresh, that has to be completely cleared out because it has to fit four brown paper bags of hello fresh yeah um so that's where that goes but as it um as the you know week continues leftovers go in there um at the moment there's a um some chip and dip there's some dip in there some onion dip kiwi onion dip um and then the top is literally just two bottles of soda stream uh there's a jar of pickles um some cream another burger sauce um and a beer that i wasn't going to have for brulette at all so i will mention what it is um garage project have released their uh 10 year um celebratory pernicious weed i saw Um, that i saw that online yeah so yeah so they've released a double pernicious weed um and i I, it's 3.5 standards it's 10% alcohol. So I only, I didn't get any other beers. Like that one beer is going to be me for one night. So that's that. Um, and in my sad little freezer, last but not least, there is literally just two trays of ice uh, and a packet of frozen veggies. Good. Compact. I got to say, you're using your space well. Yep. Not that I thought you you wouldn't. I mean, I've seen the inside of your mini fridge more than once. So I, I know that, you know, you're... I can sort of semi-picture it in my head, at least at that time. Um, a lot of crossovers, a lot of crossovers with mine. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that you've mentioned where I'm like, tick, 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 crucial sort of fridge items. <laughs> Obviously, the main difference between yourself and myself is the fact that you have a Hello Fresh, so you yeah. get certain things that are clearly for dinners, whereas yep. in uh, my case, there are you know, some it was miscellaneous items in a fridge that could be for a dinner or could not be for a dinner. Mm, um, mm. Any ongoing leftovers in your fridge? I don't think you mentioned any sort uh, of leftover no, containers. Well, nah, because obviously Morgan is here with me. If I was just doing HelloFresh by myself, then there would be leftovers in there for lunch the next day. But because we're, it's, you know, HelloFresh is two servings, we're pretty much having one meal at night and then there's no leftovers left over nice i mean for fridge space that's good yes yes it is very good yeah 
Um, let me dive into what's in my fridge and yeah, we yeah, can yeah. perhaps talk some, some crossover differences, similarities. <laughs> so I boast a full four, uh, trays on the door. Um, the bottom tray, uh, mostly condiments. We have a Whitlock's tomato chutney, strong, Ooh. uh, choice mm. in our house. Uh, Yum. a key relationship bonding experience for Fran and I, both <laughs> liking the old Whitlock's. Uh, there's a barbecue sauce in there. Two sweet chilies. Ooh. How disgustingly wow. overdosed Privileged. is that? <laughs> yes, it's a privilege. Uh, I, I will admit that the second bottle was bought thinking we didn't have a first bottle uh, for a oh, veggie dumpling those. night recently. Yeah. And at yep. least the first bottle is almost finished. But the second bottle is a sweet chili uh, with lime. So they are slightly different, oh, which slightly, maybe okay. makes things worse to have two flavored sweet chilies rather than double up. Uh, <laughs> there's also a soy milk and a, a drinking glass of water with coriander in it. Uh, probably nice. my my number one fridge staple item is, is having fresh coriander on the go. Fresh coriander. We have a jar on the second row of vegan mayo. First time I've ever tried vegan mayo. Ooh. Amazing. Tastes exactly the same as normal wow. mayo. Slightly more expensive. Okay. Yes, I've had vegan mayo in sandwiches that have had meat, and some people might be like, what's the point? Or had it in with eggs, what's the point? But I can report for my first time ever having vegan mayo that I think it's just as good and yeah, that's my okay. my review. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write it down. Oh, see if I can zoom in on the brand. Absolutely not. It's way too pixelated. I will get back <laughs> to you personally after okay, this. Okay, nice. Thank you. Uh, there's sort of a range of, I guess, relishes and chutneys. I think things that yeah, are probably lucky. unnecessary to a fridge in the sense that they certainly take up space mm. that could otherwise be used for. I guess more essential items. A uh, small bottle of cream. Uh, there's a hot sauce, a uh, Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire sauce, a couple of uh, other jars of, there's a pickles jar, pickly tomato relish. Um, and then the top level is more sort of sweet things. There's a couple of jams, uh, the Dijon mustard that we mentioned, and mm-hmm. three things that I guess could could be thrown out and or actually used there's a mcdonald's barbecue sauce unopened oh, that's been sitting there yes. for months <laughs> um there's a jar of unopened uh homemade by my loving mother um what's the word preserved lemon the thing mm-hmm. about preserved lemon is it's really strong and the only mm. dish i know that you put put it in is like a moroccan tagine and i don't make tagine particularly often so that has been taking up space and has never been open but definitely been there basically the whole time we've lived there um that is my that is my door nice does it feel sort of overkill was there anything you wish you had space for for the most part i think there's similarities except for i guess excess relishes and more things for spreading on bread for the most part but that that's exactly what i wish i had more of uh like i could i I would say like i could definitely fit a few more in my fridge but i just know it gets to a certain point in the week and there's no room for anything yeah um so yeah relishes is definitely a a commodity that i wish i had for sure Mm -hmm. i think i I will say about a fridge door is if you're not putting a, a bottle of traditional milk in there you just save space. I guess the nice mm. thing about alternate milk containers being a litre is they're really quite compact, um, which is, is one of many reasons to drink alternate milk. Uh, I'll dive yeah, across yeah. to the main section. We've got the veggie veggie pull-out drawer. I won't go into the specifics of what's in, in that because veggies, veggies. Um, but then across the four other levels, the next up from the veggie drawer is, I guess, veggie and fruit spillover. Uh, that's a luxury of, of not having to jam it all into the one pull-out <laughs> drawer. There's a spillover drawer, which also seems to have... Uh, <laughs> this is niche. It is a plastic container of sugar syrup that I made sugar last syrup. Friday for a little cocktail night that friend and I had. Ah, yes, yes. And the other day she comes to me, she's like, why is there a plastic container of water in our fridge? And I tutted and I said, um, excuse me, that's bartender's homemade sugar syrup. Put that back in, you peasant. 
It does look like water though. Uh, the next level up is the kind of the the high the higher uh, I guess double height of what's the word levels allowing for yes. more tall standing things. Yep. Yep. We have uh, a a golden circle sort of cheapo juice one liter container which was also sort of for said cocktail night. Two leftover containers of curry and rice, which are definitely past it and need to be thrown out. They will not be eaten. <laughs> uh, Fran made a cake yesterday, so a big, massive dome of the, the, the cake mixer thing with buttercream yep. in it, which mm-hmm. is just rudely taking up, I would say, probably half the size of your fridge interior. <laughs> um, a iced coffee, like a cold branded iced coffee, which Fran bought from the dairy after our first vaccination, which she will never drink because she didn't like coffee. She just got excited to reward herself with snacks. Uh, <laughs> and then the top two drawers, I guess, are kind of just dairy staples mm. and meat. So there's some some sausages, there's some chicken uncooked, uh, some olivani, um, uh half eaten thing of hummus um a few different kinds of cheese there is a feta so snap with you there uh nice and there is also a fresh thing of uh parmesan cheese which is ungrated uh we we when i say we the parmesan cheese is, is for fran as i think i've said on the podcast before i i opt for non-cow dairy so the parmesan is not for me uh very much <laughs> in the traditional trying triangular form yep yep cool just coughed on oh. myself then oh, came um, <laughs> yeah surprising sorry about that everyone uh and then some sort of cake staples for for her baking so butter and, of course uh sour cream cream cheese that kind of thing but to be honest, you know, the fridge isn't looking as bad as, as I thought. Uh, in the freezer, two two levels, but still not that much space. You're kind of your classics. Frozen peas, some frozen fruit for smoothies, ice, uh, a little bit of frozen uh, meat, some mm. puff pastry. Uh, and then I imagine in the back, which I can't see, there'll be sort of frozen celery and probably a couple of leftover meals that will never ever be eaten um yeah 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 it's not too bad actually i looked at it and i thought that looks really full there must be lots of unnecessary items but i i don't think it's too bad not too gluttonous and not too full of uh shall we say uh covid lockdown supermarket unnecessary unnecessary (laughs) um what do you think (laughs) as someone who's a mini fridger who can only dream of the luxury of having a full size size fridge uh anything stand out from the the main section or or not really much to to report yeah. on, on no it's free my fridge it's, yeah, it's freezer space yeah freezer space man i wish i had a bigger freezer where i could afford to freeze items and you know keep them longer and you know things like that it, it, it's it would make it a lot easier um but yeah that's just the reality of it unfortunately and i think that's why hello fresh is so good because it's fresh food i i eat it within the week the portion sizes are good you know so it does work for my style of living um i know that if i did have a bigger fresh then i probably would stop doing hello fresh so i could have a bigger freezer and you know afford to put more things in and stuff like that but um i i must admit we're doing a shop tomorrow um, so, cause HelloFresh is only for four nights, uh, we've got to cook for the next three nights before the next HelloFresh delivery. Um, so yeah, there'll be a big shop tomorrow morning, which will, which will completely fill up the fridge again, but that whole row will be free cause HelloFresh is gone. Um, so it is a bit of a, a rotation game at the moment, it, but it is definitely, a, it's, you know, it's that luxury of space, obviously with a big fridge. So with mine, it's Tetris and I love Tetris. So it's just the game I play. And it also stops you from buying stuff you don't need. Like it's true, just the nature true. nature of fridges and, and pantries, and I guess to a to a lesser extent or a greater extent, a household as a whole. If you have more space, you yeah. fill it with more things. And in some ways, not having that much space probably means you don't buy unnecessary yeah. stuff as much because you don't have room for it. Which no, you know, no. minimalism very in at the moment. If you can stop yourself <laughs> spending money on things you don't need. Um, I applaud you on that. That being said, maybe some stage you will look into 
a bigger fridge in some other place in, yeah. in yours. I don't, I don't know. Mate, I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't encourage you towards that. You're doing fine. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I applaud your mini fridging. Uh, and next time you're over at mine, I will grant you uh, the luxury of staring inside mine and maybe moving a few things around and, and enjoying that. <laughs> that game that you don't have the time uh, to do space that's my sh- my my uh, crappy way of wrapping up quite a long question time <laughs> thank you for playing no, along. nice um no thank and, you and of course when we finish you can go back and listen to uh that minute of podcast that you didn't get to be uh, a part of as you rushed yeah. off so thank you for for being so flexible for question time this week um no thank you to wrap things up what have you been watching over the last week uh what's been going on in your screen maybe some gaming uh let the people yeah. know what, what you've been engaging with yeah yeah look I'll, I'll quickly start off with the gaming not too much gaming uh just playing with the with my good friends we play apex all the time so it's that battle royale shooter kind of thing we really love that um but the other big game i replayed actually was um the game that came out at the, near the end of last year um spider-man miles morales um so if you've seen into the spider-verse at all um it's that same kind of story um miles morales uh bitten by a spider same world as spider-man um and there ends up being two spider-men uh swinging around new york and so it's just the story of miles morales and him kind of uh you know his beginning of his journey kind of thing and what he has to fight and so yeah replayed that game for the second time uh clocked it uh very very good lovely gameplay beautiful on the ps5 um on tv i finished off master chef australia uh the final was on earlier this week um and classic case in my opinion of a person and i mean spoilers if you haven't finished the show skip the next 30 seconds a classic case of a reality tv show having an unsatisfying ending where the person who won wasn't the best in my opinion happens with american idol x factor survivor yep. whatever the best person never wins and this season master chef australia was unfortunately uh no different to that trend yeah i i totally agree i was i was i was rooting for pete myself yep. um but i i actually thought Kishwa was going to take it um but yeah justin comes in he takes it you know like a final is a final um and and he he did have the better of the better of the days um but yeah finished that i really loved that whole season there were a few episodes and a few weeks that i missed but i love that it's so long that it's really easy to catch up um and where everything is and who's been eliminated so yeah master chef australia absolutely loved it um uh, into the movies uh over the past couple of weeks tv's been playing the oceans movies oh, um so yeah so oceans 11 oceans 12 oceans 13 um so i've been i've been watching those over the past couple of weeks which has been really great great watches um morgan chucked on you know just randomly wanted to watch something random sherlock holmes and that's the robert oh, downey jr re-watch sherlock film. holmes yeah, great man. rewatch film yep yep so we watched that absolutely beautiful robert downey jr jude law uh I, it's brilliant um so we'll I probably think watch game to be Sh- doing a third one i, I i'm yeah. sure that that's been yeah. in the pipeline for years and yeah. robert downey jr couldn't do it because of the marvel commitments but i think it's meant to be being shot within the next couple of years and i hope so because yeah. uh, those films i hope are brilliant. so yeah exactly so yeah we'll probably watch game of shadows within the next week um now the other uh, other guilty pleasure that i put on just the other night for myself um morgan did fall asleep because she was tired i watched cheaper by the dozen another great rewatch film another another great rewatch film i was such a fan of steve martin uh when i was uh younger and cheaper by the dozen was because i was a single uh single child um watching that movie was just like wow that's a that's a big family um so yeah cheaper by the dozen i will definitely watch the second one within the next week as well but my big watch of this week and we did binge it through this whole entire week and it's a show that uh i believe you've watched and you've been telling me to watch for quite a long time i think i know um, what you're gonna say just we for the finally record. we finally got through the first season and that's westworld 
Oh no, no! Interesting. So far down, I was com- I was completely wrong. Westworld. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I had only watched the first two episodes of that first season, and I just completely didn't get back on the bandwagon. And obviously, Love Island had finished, and Neon. You know, we've been trying to make sure we're really going through Disney and Neon. You know, not just Netflix because we have them, so we don't want them to be underused. And so, yeah, we were we were flicking through Neon, and um, Westworld popped up, and we were like, "Yes, let's do it." So we started watching it, and oh my gosh, the absolute mm, expletive right now. Close your ears. Uh, absolute mindfuck. Like you know, it was just. Uh, such a good show um so yeah we we really enjoyed it uh and so yeah we binged that throughout the whole week so yeah westworld came out in 2016 um and yeah finally got through the first season so we'll probably jam through season two and season three i've heard they're not as good as season one because how do you top off season one with all the turns and you know tribulations and all of that kind of stuff um anthony hopkins oh my god he's such a scary scary person but such a good actor um and yeah thought it was brilliant so yeah really loved westworld so uh westworld is a show that to me when i think of you and your personality and your interests i to me i think westworld because it it, yeah it's it's like fantasy i kind of i think of you as being a fantasy person uh it seems really game like i can sort of red dead redemption type uh and obviously for those who know nothing about westworld there are elements of kind of game to it like artificial elements Mm. uh without Mm. going too in depth into the show uh and i guess that kind of dark drama gameplay stuff uh yeah, I'm glad that you've now finally seen the whole of the first season because it would just so much make so much sense that you would enjoy it. Yeah, oh, exactly. and that and that's just it. So I don't know why it took me so long to get onto it, uh, but it was nice. Yeah, me and Morgan really enjoyed watching it together. But yeah, you're so right. It is. It's that whole element of yeah gameplay uh, that almost like a, a dystopia. Even though you know, I, I actually it would probably be more of a utopia in a dystopian fashion um you know so yeah i i i really enjoyed it and i it's a really big uh new thing for me in my kind of like you know theater game book of um kind of bringing something like that to the stage you know this kind of video game like interact um i remember uh friends of ours down in wellington they did a show about um robots and ai and things like that so yeah really interested in 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 that kind of you know category and you know it reminds me of like you know ex machina there's a game called detroit become human which is absolutely a brilliant gameplay um and yeah it it, it is It, it was completely up my wheelhouse um so yeah very much enjoyed it nice nice uh i'm glad that you've seen it and all the other things you mentioned particularly particularly big ticks for me this week obviously cheaper by the dozen what a great film i you know i think i switched by the dozen two first and in my head cheaper by the dozen was a film for a long time that i thought i'd seen but actually hadn't and i think i only saw it for the first time within the last year or so and uh, when we put it on i thought i was doing a rewatch but actually i had never seen (laughs) it because cheaper by the dozen (laughs) two was so fixed in my head yeah um Yeah, great, great week from from what you've shared. Uh, yeah, yeah. Master Chef Australia, of course. How good, great to binge. And I said to Fran, within the last seven days, while I was cooking dinner, I was like, you know what, I miss having Master Chef because it's just a different vibe of mm. TV to consume. So I look forward to the new season whenever that comes out. Yeah. Um, what have I been watching? I thought you were going to say that you've been because Love Island's finished. And Must Chef Australia's finished. Oh. I thought you were going to say you've picked up on Below Deck, which I'm oh, sure I've true. mentioned before, because I've yeah. been seeing a lot of people sort of posting and talking about it as if they've just started watching it. Um, yeah. Fran has watched five and a half seasons in the last 12 days. Wow. Um, that is her ability to smash the reality TV is unlike anything I've ever seen before. We've been watching Below Deck Mediterranean, which I particularly recommend. It's nice to see them in sort of Spain and Italy and France and stuff. Uh, probably the most interesting thing to report is in the last season, there was a Kiwi on the show, and that was just oh, such yeah. a jarring experience to have a, 
I guess it's like a 22 year old New Zealander and amongst sort of South Africans and Americans and Brits mm, and stuff. Mm. And you kind of go like, Oh, that person grew up somewhere in New Zealand. They probably have a mutual friend. It's just very strange <laughs> to see a New Zealander. And it sort of takes you out of, even though, you know, reality TV is, uh, real people. And I read yeah. an interview with a, a person, first name's Asia, A E S H A. Not sure what her last name is, but, most of her interview was sort of saying it's just like working on super yachts normally actually the cameras don't really change that much which was interesting to read but completely sort of changed my perspective on the show but if you're looking for reality tv below deck very good and the more the more lockdown goes on the more i've seen other people sort of saying they're binging it so clearly it's not just me um but my main uh what are you watching to report is the other night friend and i just randomly decided we wanted to pick a movie to watch um we were going i don't know how we were deciding um but she came across this film that she remembered from her childhood called the man in the iron mask are you aware of this film oh gosh it rings a bell but i don't know if i've seen it i had never heard uh of the man in the iron mask excuse my typing while i look it up is that like is Um, that like hannibal or something no no and then there's like iron giant which sounds sim. there's lots of oh, titles yeah, of same, film that yeah. sound similar the man in the iron mask man 1998 mask. film uh based on i think loosely uh based on the stories written about the the three musketeers um which is an alexandre dumas uh book and yeah the man in the mind mask i'd never heard of it before the the cover title shows i mean the cast is absolutely stacked leo dicaprio <laughs> jeremy irons john malkovich gerard Depardieu, like there's people in this film and i didn't really know what i was in for i don't know much about leo's like early career other than the, the very famous stuff um I knew that it was going to be a three musketeers story and it's kind of about the the three musketeers and d'artagnan uh later on they've grown up they're they're no longer sort of the young revolutionaries that they were and uh, it's such a weird film Mm. i encourage you to watch it because it's actually quite long like two and a half hours the first hour i was like this is the worst movie i've ever seen with quality <laughs> actors in it leo not good uh jeremy irons who's normally pretty strong is like just average john malkovich don't even get me started and what's weird <laughs> about this film is there's all sorts of accents like they're all in paris some of them have french accents some of them have english accents some of them have american accents it's all over the place we only watched the first hour and then went to bed and then the next day all oh, no. we talked about was the film quoting it like in that similar kind of rocky horror satire and then i was like we have to finish it tonight we must watch the rest of the film so it went from worst movie i've ever watched to absolutely love this film because it's so terrible and then as we were watching the second half i was like this is just genuinely terrible writing the performances are all terrible how does john malkovich have an acting career like he is awful (laughs) in this film please watch it if nothing else just to tell me your reaction on him and the only other film i've seen john malkovich in is kind of the renowned poker film called rounders which he's okay in but again has like a terrible accent and i'm like is john malkovich actually good in any films i don't really know much about him i know that he was in that film being john malkovich which was super meta but yeah and you know how sometimes you just decide to watch a random film and sometimes they go well and sometimes they don't go well this film maybe a film that 10 years from now is in my top 10 favorites and uh mm. like princess bride this film was crap but it's sort of fun way or it might yeah, just yeah, actually yeah. be a terrible film but i would love for you and any of the listeners to the show to please watch this film if you've never seen it before and and let me know what you think because i was going mad watching it thinking how was this ever released it is so bad particularly with actors that are so well renowned like Mm. i didn't know of any leo performance there was anything below like good and (laughs) sure he's young in this film but like he's just not good um 
that's my main what are you watching for this week the man in the iron mask the 1998 version there are other versions of the story why they keep remaking it i'm, I'm not sure i think it's vaguely based on <laughs> a true story um but yes i will leave my ranting and raving there because we've gone well over time but we man have, in the iron mask have. tuck yourself in one night and watch it uh, yeah, and maybe nice. an experience that's better after a, a few beverages, say, than completely sober <laughs> yeah. when you're wanting. I don't know. Drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, we should wrap up. Uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, we no, should, no, we you should. say that thing. I've cut you off. Oh, that's rude. What it, were you going to say? Uh, it's, no, I was just going to say, uh, it, it sounds like, you know how The Room has become like its own yep. kind of subgenre of satirical, yep. you know, like it's good because it's bad. Sounds like that kind of fits in that same sort of category. Um, I also got to say uh, quickly, John Malkovich, um, a performance that I'll always remember him in, Johnny English. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, whenever I think of John Malkovich, I think of, I think of Johnny English and also Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as well. There are only small little roles for him, but those are the two movies when I think of John Malkovich, I, I see, I see him in those two roles. Just hamming it up in every single performance possible. Hey, good for you, John yeah. Malkovich. I'm sh- I'm yeah. sure you're actually a fantastic actor and maybe terrible writing, terrible editing, but I mean, your awful American accent in this otherwise set in Paris film just makes no sense. Um, please watch it. Let me know what you think. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. Um, but yes, you're right. It is time to wrap up. We've gone completely over time for where we thought we were going to go. But look, that's just what happens when we start talking. You know, there's plenty to talk about. There's plenty to riff off. So last thing to do for this episode is to, uh, what's how's the beer? How's it gone? What are you thinking? It's good. I'm really struggling here because a oh, lot of no. my sours have been in the same area, right? Like the two top sours thus far have been the uh, North End Sour, which I gave an 8.4, and the Garage Project White Mischief Sour, which I gave an 8.4. I can't decide to, to put this on the same level as them, which feels like a bit of a cop-out because I, ha- I mean, mm. to put three mm. of the same score feels like I'm not really judging, you know, critically. Uh, it is really nice. I think I'll give it an 8.3 simply because nice. I don't know if I can distinguish mango and guava specifically. Uh, and I think maybe I wouldn't enjoy it quite as much as the last, uh, the North End sour so i'm gonna give it an 8.3 but i have really enjoyed it it's also only four percent one stand drink so if you're looking for something that's a little bit lighter uh then i would absolutely go for it but but on the whole i have very much enjoyed it good good oh, still a respectable score um yeah for me look this the more and more i drink this the more and more it tastes like orange juice uh like the more and more it just becomes like a juice like i'm not even kidding like the hops and stuff really start to die down and the mandarin flavor really comes through which as a drink like is is a pleasurable experience um but you know i I, for me and my palate i do like my hops um so but it, it is very easy to drink and it's not bad at all um the other hazy ipas i've had is the renaissance i gave that an 8.4 which is very respectable and obviously my favorite beer so far for myself is the garage project party and bullshit uh which i gave a nine which is a a very big score um i personally don't think these this deserves to be anywhere near those but it, it it really isn't bad um so i'm gonna give it a respectable uh 7.9 nice nice it's interesting when those 440s are the the larger cans and i think also beers that have fruit aspects to them as i think they the risk they run is deteriorating over time yeah you know 440 bills if you you know take an hour to drink it often by then they can kind of taste a bit flat or stale or Mm, not as nice as when you crack them open uh fresh um but yeah, seven point nine by by no means uh, a low score in any things. No, it's been a while since we've had a, a real stinker. Uh, but yeah, nice true. week nineteen, <laughs> two orange cans, a classic week of you going hazy, me going sour. Next week yep. I'll think about a hazy, and you'll probably not do a hazy. I'll and probably think about sour. We continue to chase each other's tails until we uh, we reach something. <laughs> but yeah, next week will be twentieth week of brulette, and we may well have some uh, some charts for you to show our our best scores yes. thus far as we as we work our way uh, onwards. Yeah. Anything yeah. else to say Pain. for the week? 
Nah, man. I thought, nah, just to just to say thank you for obviously joining me and my level four and uh, congratulations. Well, not congratulations, but um, yeah, uh, enjoy you. enjoy level enjoy level three for as uh, as long as you get there, and I will I will eventually be there. But to be honest, I'll probably be in level three by the time you'll be in level two. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But uh, you know, my last message to everyone who's listening: if you're in New Zealand or anywhere in the world, stay safe. Um, you know. Get your vaccines, uh, wash your hands, be considerate of others, um, and just be kind to one another. Beautiful. Beautiful words uh, to end out this week. Just one last thing we should say. Uh, we are going to do a little mini episode, but I might not end up being mini, but uh, we've been slacking on the topics recently, but we will be releasing uh, this coming Monday an episode on takeaways, fast food, the main thing associated with Level 3. So look forward to that uh, this coming Monday. But for this the weekly routine all that's left to be said is we will see you next time peace